As we follow the path of awakening, we practice special virtue in Buddhist tradition. We call it the six Buddhist virtues, call it six paramitas. Um, These six paramitas translated as six perfections. Six paramitas are the quality we want to cultivate in our personality, in our characteristics. So they are six parameters are generosity or giving, ethics, patience, perseverance, samadhi concentration, and wisdom. So the Sanskrit word paramita means to cross over to the other shore. So paramita means that perfection, you practice it until you get perfection of this uh, wisdom or six parameters to cross over to the other shore. So paramita literally means that which has achieved sufficient perfection to reach the other shore. So paramita is also translated as a perfection or perfect realization. The perfect realization of your real nature, which has these qual six qualities, or reaching beyond limitation. So through pro practice of these six parameters, we cross over the sea of suffering, which is called samsara, to the shore of happiness and awakening, we call it nirvana. So we cross over from ignorance and attachment and delusion to the enlightenment and awakening. As we chant Heart Sutra every Sunday, at the end of Heart Sutra, we chant together as Gate, Gate, Paragate, Parasamgate, Buddhisva, which means that let's go and let's go beyond suffering which we are creating daily to, the, to cross over to the other shore of happiness and nirvana and awakening. So it is possible through this practice, as we uh, chant the Heart Sutra, we keep practicing until we have a perfection of this quality so we can land at the other shore of nirvana or happiness or freedom. This, each of these six uh, parameters uh, enlighten the quality of our heart. If you are awakened to your Buddha nature symbolized here, you will have this quality. And this is also a quality of awakened characteristic and the uh, virtue of uh, enlightened people. This is also innate sea which you all have within yourself. So these parameters are the very essence of our true nature. So all six qualities like uh, wisdom or samadhi concentration or patience or perseverance or ethics and generosity all have you within yourself as a Buddha nature. The problem is that 
since this uh, awakened quality are hidden by your greed or selfishness or delusion or karmic tendency, we need to develop it and cultivate it by removing this uh, defilement in our daily activities. So it is a critical to understand you have this quality, but you are also hindering it, nobody else. That's why you are the one to cultivate this quality by developing the spirituality, by cultivating uh, and meditating every day. These six parameters are inner cultivation, therefore, is our daily practice to incorporate in our daily life with a compassion, loving kindness, wisdom, and enlightened beings. So parameter, this six parameter is the six kinds of virtuous activities that are required for the enlightenment. Unless we cultivate these six qualities, we will not experience enlightenment, nor we can skillfully serve others, the well-being of humanity. So we need to understand this, that bringing these uh, six virtuous qualities of our true nature into daily expression, we need discipline, we need practice, and we need sincere cultivation. This is uh, the path of awakening to serve highest well-being of all living beings, um, as well as awaken the heart of unconditional love, wisdom, and compassion. So today, I will focus on first parameter called the perfection of a generosity or dana parameter. This dana parameter is the first step to experience uh, express in our daily life and practice in our daily living as uh, awaken the quality of generosity, char charity, or giving and offering. This essential uh, quality of this parameter is uh, coming from understanding the oneness of all humanity so we can practice unconditional love and openness of our mind and heart. It's hard to do that, but if you have enough practice and cultivation, you will have courage to have this openness, as well as uh, find ways uh, to practice giving and offering and generosity. So from very depth of our heart that we practice this offering of our love, compassion, wisdom, inner peace, uh, time and energy, as well as the resources to serve uh, universal good. So dana means uh, voluntarily giving one's material goods, uh, times and wisdom. So dana means that by practicing this generosity, we overcome selfishness, we overcome greed, we overcome egoism, 
and to avoid suffering in the future. If you have this kind of quality of greed or egoism or self-centeredness, uh, it doesn't really help you to grow in spirit or doesn't make you happy or feel good about it. This is a very negative quality, draw you down to the darkness. So giving is one of the essential beginning steps of our practice. So our giving can always be unconditional without expecting anything. We just practice giving and sharing. Completely free of any selfish desire, when you're giving and sharing, that uh, no desire or no selfish desire for gratitude, they pay back to you, or recognition or advantage or reputation or any other reward. So in this, keep in mind, to whom do we practice this generosity? And how should we practice giving and dana paramita? The founding master Sotesan said that in the case of giving the same single thing, if it is given to just the one person, only he will get to enjoy and then return the favor. If it is given to one village or one nation, then that village or nation will get to enjoy it and then return the favor. If it is given to an enterprise that serves the whole world without limitation, then the whole world will get to enjoy it and then return the favor. Therefore, even in the case of giving the same thing, if you compare the merit of giving it to cause that is limited as opposed to a cause that is without limit, the merit will be immeasurably greater when you give without limitation. So whatever you give, or whenever you give, keep in this mind that go beyond division, us and them, or practice the oneness of humanity is critical to share things to the whole uh, of the humanity. So practice giving like this, and the best practice of dana is to give uh, um, any enterprise to serve that world without limitation. So if we understand love of karma, as we studied last Sunday, that when you give, you will get, and you reap when you sow, or what goes around comes around. If you know this law of karma or cause of, uh, in principle, cause and effect, it is very natural to practice this generosity because you want to have this kind of uh, quality in your life when you are in need. The perfection of a generosity is not accomplished by in Buddhist understand by simply the action of a giving or uh, the action of a gift itself. True essence of practicing this generosity, the dana par parameter is that our intention, again, connecting to the law of karma, our intention is very important. Our intention of uh, our pure motivation of a genuine concern for others. 
we are not giving, expecting something, but we are giving and sharing and practicing this uh, generosity with understanding of this uh, love of karma and the truly generous motivation of awakened heart that is uh, uh, compassion, wisdom, and love. So in addition to this, uh, our practice of giving comes from oneness of uh, all, of interdependent and interconnectedness, the, the important teachings of Heart Sutra of uh, emptiness, which is not a single being here on earth, uh, isolated being, but everyone are interdependent and interconnected by everyone else and everything else. So if we understanding, understand this uh, core principle of Buddhism, it is uh, naturally practicing this uh, generosity free of discriminating regarding who is worthy or who is uh, not worthy to receive. So when we practice this uh, parameter of generosity, it is wise to contemplate the benefit. Without your, your selfish desire, but naturally what you give out is coming back to you and make sure that you give out positive, creative, and, and effective things so we can have that kind of quality when we are receiving it. This benefit of this practice is that um, if you know this advantage of being miserable, as well as the obvious fact that our body and our wealth are impermanent. Not only our body and our wealth, but everything is impermanent, according to Buddhist understanding. If we understand this truth of impermanence again, Whatever you have opportunity to share, to give, to help, to cultivate, to develop, and we need to use maximum of this opportunity. With this in mind, we will certainly be encouraged to use uh, our body and our wealth to practice generosity while we have them. So generosity is a cure for any affliction of greed, cruelty, and possessiveness. Think about your life. Think about anything in our world. If anybody have this greed, cruelty, and possessiveness, their life is full of suffering because these are cause of suffering. In this practice of giving, we can offer our time, our energy, any material things, or food, or clothing, or gifts to assist others. But also we can offer very unique Buddhist quality of a fearlessness, or peace, or inner peace, protecting others from harm, or distress, or fear, or terror. There are so many people, even today, within given circumstance, are uh, suffering with this kind of uh, unknown fear, 
with the depression or all different kinds of uh, unwholesome thought in their mind. So, so if you can help them to cultivate their inner peace and find ways to uh, free their fear and worry and anxiety is a very important way to sharing of uh, this generosity. In this way, we can offer care and comfort, helping others to feel safe and peaceful. We do this with an altruistic spirit, without counting any cost to ourselves. So we practice this perfection of generosity in, in a very powerful way when you embrace all beings in your heart as a part of you. It is a very fundamental teachings of Buddhism that recognizing that we are part of a whole and whole world is really supporting and sustaining us. So in, in Buddhist uh, Kwa teaching talked about this as a one in all and all in one. So do you feel that you are the one in all and all in one? Charity or generosity begins at home, begins from you. You have to be generous to yourself, forgiving yourself, instead of always beating up and discouraging and, and giving distress yourself. This generosity of yourself also uh, can be expanded to uh, your family members and your loved ones. So if you can pick only five people to love unconditionally, that kind of practice, that kind of a love and generosity can be expanding to the larger circle to include everyone in your life, including mean boss or mean coworkers. Not only good coworkers or good bosses, but you know, so this is the way we practice our generosity, the personal parameter of dana. What can we give? What can you give? The first thing we can give a generous contribution, giving our material possessions. In the beginning of one Buddhist history, as you know, one Buddhism began in very small village, in very poor uh, part of Korea, under the Japanese colonial period, you know, the condition was very, very uh, bad. And how we built the community was that very simple way, and we can practice all here too. The people who understand the vision of one Buddhism and gather together and they want to practice and of course they need some sangha or, or temple. So the, the first thing they did was that most people at that time was smoking and drinking. It's a part of uh, their daily life. When you have a lot of stress, I think it's common to do this. So they resolved to stop smoking and stop drinking and save their money. How much, I don't know, how much is it for cigarette or drinking. So they saved daily 
if they save the one pack of cigarette, save their money in the jar, and if they drink, you know, save the stop drinking and save that and bring it back to, to the temple to build the um, first sangha there. And in addition to just the stopping um, drinking and, and smoking, they just save one spoon full of rice from each meal. So think about it. I cannot contribute because I don't have. You know, when you think about that village at that time, about 100 years ago, for the poor condition, but they were able to save one spoonful of rice from each meal and save it and bring it to temple. So that was the beginning of their contribution. If we can do that here and, and apply it, maybe f we can save a 50 cents from our each meal or one dollar from each meal and contribute it in, in that way. So first uh, practice of uh, generosity is uh, generous contribution. And second is uh, we can give a generous thought. If you don't have anything to give, at least you can give a generous thought, right? Helping others through prayers, through uh, goodwill, and have a good intention and positive, loving, kind thought. If we generate that kind of energy in our thought, that's a lot. So at least, you know, second step, at least we can practice always a generous thought. And third, we can give a generous speeches, generous words, a generous way of expressing things. If you find anybody, instead of just indifferent and passing by, you can give an encouraging word and kind word and motivating others by engaging fruitful conversation or inspire others. So this is a, you know, a lot of what we can do through this uh, generous thought and generous speeches. But when you see somebody doing well, how do you feel? In practical daily reality, there are so many people that they don't want to see you doing well. Be jealous, right? This is a good, good quality who do not practice meditation, who do not cultivate it. But at the same time, there are so many people encouraging you and happy and seeing uh, you doing well. So this is a generous thoughts and generous speeches is also practiced in this way. If you find a loving, kind, people sharing this positive thought and good intention and kind word to you, it brightens your face, right? But if you make any one phone call and if the other side are very mean and, you know, without any, anything, they just uh, create that negative energy. So think about it. When we meet those people who practice their even professional giving with a loving kindness, it's uplifting and brightening uh, our day. So we can do that. Whomever we meet, 
whatever we do, at least we can practice uh, this uh, general thought and uh, generous speeches. And fourth, we can give uh, generous actions through giving of our time. So how much are you practicing gen this generous action? If somebody asks you something, do you stop and pay attention to and really spend the time and give these generous actions? Or volunteering it? Or helping others or serving others? And fifth is um, giving or assisting Dharma is uh, one way of uh, practicing perfection of generosity. If you can bring these uh, teachings of Dharma, invaluable gift of instruction about the Dharma is uh, the highest form of uh, generosity and, and giving and practice of Dana Paramita. Does any contribution and your participation or guiding others to learn Dharma, giving Dharma, have opportunity to practice Dharma is the highest form of giving. Why? Because if you learn Dharma, you, you will understand the truth, the, the truth or, which governs our lives and our world. If you understand that truth, then naturally you want to practice them. When you practice them, not only changing your day here and now, but it can change forever for your future. It's an eternal future. You will be reshaping and, and relearning to make sure you create brighter future and, and better uh, reality for your future. That's why it is critically important. So inviting any friends or family members to learn Dharma or participate retreat or uh, study together is something very important in Buddhist tradition. So how can you practice perfection ever giving now? Be happy and joyful when you practice this uh, parameter of giving. It's usually the giver or donor is more happy than recipient of the gift. When you prepare and think about and how you practice it, this is uh, the way, the real way of not helping others with the out of duty, but happy and joyful to help others. So giving is the proper expression of uh, Buddhist teaching of compassion and wisdom and empathy. So kindness and compassion are the viewed as essential factor of, uh, in our practice to, that will lead to awakening and, and enlightenment. So one of a practical way of practicing this generosity of kindness and compassion is that be kind to newcomers and be practically assisting others to be comfortable enough so they can learn the real Dharma here without just the uh, superficial way of being here. So giving to become perfection 
you know, as, as a Buddhist teaching, giving not just an act of this generosity, but to make it perfection. That's why paramita is perfection. Generosity uh, of perfection. It must be practiced with uh, selfishness and insight of the Buddhist teaching of uh, emptiness, impermanence, interdependency, and law of causality. So in one Buddhism, this sadhana paramita is a way to practice our gratitude and recognition and appreciation to the grace of heaven and earth and graceful parents. So if you look at the universe, they give us generously the sun all the time and water and air which we need to sustain our life. So we are learning from the universe, learning from heaven and earth that we can practice that in our daily activity. Also when you studied and know of the grace of parents, all the parents loving their children unconditionally, no matter who they are. As a Buddha, loving, giving their uh, Buddha's uh, compassion and wisdom and peaceful uh, intention to us, and without discrimination, all sentient beings uh, generate this uh, generosity. So practicing this um, dana paramita is the way we can cultivate our inner peace and wisdom and compassion, which is a natural quality of our Buddha nature. This coming weeks and months, let us uh, focus on, especially for five ways of practicing this uh, dana through your contribution, through your thought, through your speeches, through your actions, and bringing dharma to your heart so you can become awakened as well as bring it to life around you.